Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM Stereo. My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, the Voice of the Cape. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. MashaAllah, what a beautiful Sunday morning, rather, alhamdulillah. Uh, the program Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage and in studio once again the Honorable Molina Sabri Davids who is the Imam of Majlul Thani of Rockland's Mitchell's Plain and of course our technician doing duty this morning that is uh, Muhammad Faiz Davids Molina Assalamu Alaikum Wa Alaikum Salam Wa Rahmatullahi Wa Barakatuh Butaraji Assalamu Alaikum to the listeners as well Indeed a pleasure to be here Butaraji Alhamdulillah with Allah's Qudrat Alhamdulillah With Allah's Wat Khabirat State of the Nation Address and all these things What a beautiful show <laughs> yes, entertainment at its best. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Yes, Bolina, inshallah, we will um, first give us nasiha, inshallah, for the next uh, five or ten minutes. And in the interim period, the listener can send in their questions on the SMS line that is 47913. Bolina, without further ado, hand over to inshallah. Yes, indeed. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Nahmaduhu wa nasalli ala rasuli al-kareem amma ba'd. Uh, respected listeners, all praises to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who is the giver of life. And indeed after a few years or after many years, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala takes that life away. Hmm. And uh, often we think that we are entitled to life, but it is the choice of Allah to give us life or not. We have seen this, that alhamdulillah, sometimes the lady is pregnant for nine months, but then she gives uh, birth to a, uh, you know, to a baby that is not uh, alive. And so therefore Allah is the one that gives life and Allah is the one that takes life hmm. as well. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us long life and to give us a life that is filled with barakah and nur. And what nur are we referring to? The nur of Quran and the nur of practice of Quran and sunnah in our lives. Allahumma amin. Yes, indeed, alhamdulillah, listeners, I, I want to share a piece of advice today. Yesterday, Butaraji, I, I had my appointment at uh, Khrutaskir. Mm-hmm. And as all the listeners will know that uh, Khrutaskir is not an in-and-out effort. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a waiting thing. So I went through the whole procedures. Alhamdulillah, some good news came with Araji, and that is that my cholesterol is excellent. MashaAllah. And, and I also lost three kilos. I get three kilos afgevallen. But be that as it may, but Araji, and then uh, as I was sitting there, you know, because it's a whole waiting period, and usually I don't engage in conversation. Usually mm. I take my laptop with me or a book, yes. and I would sit and read to pass the time and to use the time beneficially. But on this particular occasion, I, I, I just sat and relaxed. And then there was this elderly lady who came to sit close to me, in fact, next to me. And uh, one can sometimes sense, you know, that a person wants to start a conversation. Yeah. And this was an elderly lady, uh, very neatly dressed. One could see it was an expensive clothes, but she was very neatly dressed. And uh, the lady started a conversation, and normally I, I don't prefer to have a conversation with anyone, in, you know, within a, uh, where there's a lot of people. But I thought, ah, you know, this is an elderly lady, she's starting to chat, and Ufa Haji, Alhamdulillah, Ufa Ummi, and I, I, I respected her and addressed her respectfully as Ummi. And uh, she started talking about this and about that and about the other. And then Butaraji, as Allah would have it, she started talking about her situation. And she mentioned to me that she's living alone in a retirement cottage. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I asked her, how does she manage? And house conditions, because now this was a bit of a concern. This elderly lady over 70 years old walking with the crutch, crutches, uh, one eye is completely blind, the other eye she's losing sight as well. Oh and she's got sugar, she's got diabetes, um, she's got uh, some other ailments as well. And then she mentioned to me the saddest of all things. She says, Haji, ik het vijf kinders, maar nie een van hulle phone vir my nie. Oh and the conversation went on, and then she said, Haji, ek moet by die huis kom. Die taxi vraag vir my soveel en soveel. She didn't even have taxi fare to take her back home. And then she started speaking, and already now I started to develop this very, you know, great concern and care for this elderly, sweet lady, really sweet lady. The amount of things that she mentioned, one of the things that she, for example, mentioned, she says she sat in a company once. And then someone came in and someone asked the people where she was, Vasila Imam. And then she answered, My Imam is the Quran. And then I asked her, Why did Umi answer like that? She said, Because Haji, 
en die koebus gaat hulle vir ons die vraag, wie is jou imam? En dan moet je kan antwoord, wie was jou imam? As jy gewis imam X en Y en Z nie, sy sê die Koran is soos imam. Mm. Things like these, you know, little uh, snippets of, of wisdom and little snippets of interesting goodies, she, she spoke to me. And then as the topic continued, Butaraji, she mentioned to me that often she only finds a butternut, which is a supper. And Butaraji, this struck like a knife in the heart. And then she says, then she takes one butternut and she cuts it into two or three pieces just so that she can have food for two or three nights. And she says often she doesn't have an onion mm. to, 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 to saute or to smooth or sal she om it to smooth nie. Dan kook she dit met op met twee snetjes brood. And wallahi listeners. I think what we're going to do, we need to go for a commercial break. When you come back, you can send your uh, questions on the SMS line. It is 47913. The Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM Serial. My radio station, your radio station. Radio station, the voice of the Cape. Welcome back in the program, negotiating pathways towards a successful marriage. Myself, Roger Devazi, of course, in studio we have Molina Sabri E. Davids. And uh, yes, you can send your questions on the SMS line 407913. In the beginning of the program, we heard that Molina went to the hospital, alhamdulillah, and uh, everything is well, alhamdulillah. alhamdulillah. And uh, of course, uh, Molina, if you start your day with a bismillah, and there's always a guarantee that you will end it with alhamdulillah. Allahu Akbar. And we say, you must visit the sick and see the value of health. Allahu Akbar. And if you visit the prisoners and you see the value of freedom. Allahu Akbar. And you visit the graves and you see the reality of life. Mm-hmm. And Mulan also touch on life because life is beautiful. If yesterday didn't end up the way you planned, just remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created today for you to start a new one, inshallah. Mulana? Indeed, Peter Raji, what beautiful advice that is. And alhamdulillah, we shukr Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who's given us another day to come back to Allah, another day to make tawbah. <coughs> and just to end of the earlier advice, and I really apologize uh, to the listeners if I might have had a slight uh, frog in the throat there. But situations like these are also uh, very emotional mm-hmm. and this lady is keep on lingering this idea and this whole uh, situation of this lady lingers on in my mind and I want to encourage our listeners today because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in the Holy Quran وَقَوْ أَعُوذُ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ وَقَضَى رَبُّكَ أَلَّا تَعْبُدُوا إِلَّا إِيَّا That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has decreed that you do not uh, worship anyone else except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and immediately after the worship of Allah Allah mentions وَبِالْوَالِدَيْنِ إِحْسَانَ That you do good to your parents and Allah says further on that whether one of them or both of them have reached old age and this is the important part whether they have reached old age this is a time when we exert or exercise the sabr that they exerted and exercised upon us when we were small and that is the time when we make this dua oh Allah bestow on them your mercy for and be merciful to them as they were uh, merciful to me when I was young. So Allah. indeed, this is the encouragement for the day. Do not ever let the day come. Nabi Muhammad says that it, it is a curse upon a person if he has parents and he does not enter Jannah. So our parents are our direct ticket to the Jannah. And especially our mothers, Al-Jannah to Tahta Aqadamil Ummahat, that the Jannah lies at the feet of the parents of the mother. So let us, inshallah, revere, honor, respect our parents and have sabr with them. Mm. Sometimes our sabr tends to come to an end with Araji. But for the first few years of our lives, did our parents' sabr come to an end? They stood with us wherever we were. Th- through thick and thin, come hell or high water, they were there for us. And so therefore, even till today, even the gangster can be a big mouth. And when he runs with his gun outside, but when he gets shot, what's kreege? Mm. Mommy, mommy, mommy. So indeed, may Allah grant us that we find 
not fine that we make place in our hearts for our parents right. and that we make time in our lives our busy schedule sometimes we are so busy pursuing our 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 dunya that we forget about our akhirah and what is our akhirah mm-hmm. part of our akhirah probably the biggest part is our parents so great the parents is especially the mother that when we are busy with salah is a nafal salah we are allowed and commanded and encouraged to even break that salah to attend to my mother how then if she needs me for food how then if she needs me to be with her for companionship how then if she needs me to take care of her to take care of her needs and so therefore we uh, today we tell the listeners even if everything in your life has to stop and your parents are the only things that you do in your life mashallah then do that mm. but Araji, on that note inshallah we wish and, and, and hope inshallah that we have uh, affected some uh, listeners through this encouragement, inshallah. Inshallah. Molina, just did on that, uh, I heard in the program yesterday a mother called in to say that I couldn't sit for her, she sat in your foot. Allah Akbar. And this Allah mother was crying as she said that I could take in her Allah Akbar. Allah Akbar. But Araji, one can't understand it. But again, evil has this nature of closing the eyes. Evil closes the eyes where no good can penetrate the heart. Mm-hmm. But imagine that same hands, that same feet, that same everything that took care of us when we were on our dirtiest. Then that mother used to get up from a deep sleep to clean us, to give us what we needed. Today we don't have a cat's whisker, we don't care a cat's whisker for our parents. May Allah save us, inshallah. And may Allah give our parents the status that they deserve. And those of our parents who have passed on, may Allah give them Jannah to fill those, inshallah. Which reminds me, I just want to offer two seconds say, we make dua for Buddha Muhammad Jaffa, my brother-in-law's father who's now passed on for two years. May Allah give him Jannah to fill those. And may Allah put nur in his qabr, inshallah. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put sabr in the hearts of the family, inshallah. Okay, inshallah. Mulana, we... Uh, I was just sitting here looking around us, myself and you and our technician. In very least to us, who was Allah say Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Because Alhamdulillah. I was just, uh, uh, met somebody yesterday and this person was blind. Allahu Akbar. The Dengu Mishalma Mulana, the blind wishes to see the world. Allahu Akbar. Hmm? And the deaf wishes to hear yeah. the sounds. Mm. Hoeveel mense lees in die radio, want hulle kan nie hoon, want hulle wil graag lees wat, wat gepraat Allah word. Akbar. Allah dan vraag hulle miskien vir die broer of die sister of vir die ma of die pa, wat was ons sels, hmm. dan wat sê hulle, ons gaat jou later sê. And that time later, never comes. Never comes. Allah, Akbar. Allah Akbar. And of course, if you look at the handicap, they wishes to walk hmm. a few steps more than that. We heard that Toya Abrams, you know, is like Yes, yes, yes. Allah give him sabr and speedy recovery. So, Alhamdulillah, we can see, we can hear, and we can talk, and we can walk. And, But Araji, in the week, my, my one cousin, uh, Malika from Belgravia, she sent me, she sent, we have a, a WhatsApp room for all our cousins, and she sent uh, into the room, she showed the pictures of how her kitchen burnt out completely Allah. and I said into the room and here I thought I had the worst of problems but imagine it's gonna cost them thousands and thousands of rands to just to just get that kitchen going again uh, that what was destroyed what was burned down so we must always look at our ni'mat in our lives mm. we must never look at what we don't have look at what we have and oh. the Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu encourages us when it comes to matters of deen look at those above you Look at those who do more. As I man mere Quran bachas me, then merik yearn. Niom for om te beat ni. Yes, it is permissible even, but niom for om te beat and for Allah to please. But if it comes to matters of dunya, look at those below us. That's klo mense butaraji. Oshi to be bina. The man complain that he it is skuni, it is skunani. To visi ane man form ikatien sa foot ni. The man complain that he it is a broten eishi. To visi ane man form it is it is a alvas nechi brain brot of drua broten eishi. There's always someone that's worse when it comes to dunya. Yes, and that is why we should look at those lower than us or below us in terms of dunya those who have less than us and then ask ourselves how say our muaddin for example it's from malawi he says they eat meat maybe once every six months the rest of the time they just eat whatever there is now imagine or suki flies in the course and as any flies is yes so we really have so much to be thankful for we really have so much to thank allah and we really have so much to improve on 
May Allah guide us and protect us and give us that opportunity to improve on our lives, inshallah. Shukran, Mulana, for the word of Nasiha. Alhamdulillah. We need to go for a commercial break and we've come back. We're in the program negotiating pathways towards a successful marriage. And of course, our SMS line is 47913. Je luister naar die stem van die kaap op 91.3 en 95.8 FM Stereo. Welcome back in the program. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Negotiating pathways towards a successful marriage. If you've got any questions regarding your marriage, our SMS line is 47913. And we are listening to this program and they enjoy themselves with the program. MashaAllah. I listen to the program and I see really enjoy the program. So, other many women, Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Now let's just go to our question. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Um, Assalamu alaikum. <coughs> Maulana, my husband is like an eldest son to me. Married 20 and a half years. Whenever we have problems or say what's on my mind, he goes quiet, ignores me, don't answer questions, and never attempts to make things right. He is one-sided. I always end up Apologizing for the silent treatment. Uh, what could be the matter, Molina? Um, first of all, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. She says that her husband is like an eldest son. Mm. Okay, I don't understand that part. But married for 20 and a half years, and uh, she says that um, when she says what's on her mind, the husband ignores her mm-hmm. and he doesn't answer her. Yeah. And then he is always one-sided and end up apologizing for the silent treatment. Yeah. Perhaps he's, he's, he's exercising wisdom with Araji. Perhaps he's being wise not to answer. And perhaps in the moment of anger or in the moment of a heated argument or a heated discussion, perhaps it is better to keep quiet. Sometimes silence is more more wise. Mm. So perhaps that is what the husband is doing and just listening to you, not wanting to say anything. Maybe he's fearing that he might offend you. Or maybe he fears that he doesn't want to respond because he may have the incorrect response. So perhaps the silence is a good thing because then you get to vent without him interrupting you. If he interrupts you, it might end up in an argument as opposed to you just venting. So yes, I would say that he is wise on the one hand. And on the other hand, perhaps he should also, when you cool off or when you cool down, um, then he should respond to you and say what is on his mind and what he feels and thinks. But at the same time, Perhaps is it that he is concerned that if he answers you back, it might end up in an argument. Mm-hmm. So perhaps uh, I want to say that he's one in a million with Araji because as if argument come, you know. So my, perhaps your husband is one of those who prefers the, the peace in the home as opposed to an argument. So silence is not necessarily a bad thing. And therefore, I would suggest that you perhaps respect the silence and see what the wisdom is. Mm-hmm. Why is keeping quiet? So silence is golden. Silence is golden, absolutely. <laughs> Molan, they, they say, why should we only, when you die, they say, rest in peace? Yes. But why don't we live in peace? Allahu Akbar. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I always make the say, make this statement <laughs> that for the first eighteen years, twenty years of <laughs> the life of the child, the child is taught how to how to have a good quality of life. Yes. When is a child going to be taught how to have a good quality of death? Mm. And oh, so uh, that's some, some food for thought. Malan, <laughs> let's go to our next question. Uh, Salamu alaikum. In an argument between husband and wife, does it mean because the husband provides? He is, all, he is always right and he is in a position to be a little whomever he wills and looks down to people. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Absolutely not. It doesn't mean that because I, 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 I have the finance, so I'm always correct. No, absolutely not. I think we've had this question previously yes. as well. It does not mean by, for, you know, for, uh, by any stretch of the imagination that because he gives the money, he's right. Right is right and wrong is wrong. And uh, whether he's whether he's a billionaire, millionaire, trillionaire, or gazillionaire, or whatever, when he's wrong, he's wrong. So uh, let us bear that in mind also. But however, one would respect the position of the husband in the home because he is, after all, he is the sultan of the house. But when he's wrong, he's wrong. Molana, mm-hmm. the next question. I think this one came up last week already, Molana. And once again, it pops up again. Assalamu alaikum, Molana. How long after Ma'idah is over can I remarry with a new husband? Immediately. 
That's the short answer. Okay, immediately. Yes. Of course, uh, the mm. advice and the caution there is, let us not do a relationship hopping. Uh, because you just came out of a relationship, uh, it went sour, it caused you to be talaqed, or caused you to break up, whether it's fasakh or talaq. Don't jump into another relationship straight away. Go back and, and, and revisit where did it go wrong. Ask for advice, even go for that matter uh, to an alim and ask for some advice and some counseling. And perhaps, and I'm going to say, but Raji takes two to tango. So perhaps this lady might also have had fault in the reason why it led to a talaq. Mm. So there is fault in, in, in all of us, and therefore perhaps a relationship hopping is not a good idea. And certain, certainly the idda is only a three-month period, and one uh, doesn't recover so quick from one uh, a relationship in a three-month period. So I would caution not to be in a great hurry to get married again. If you just join us, our program is ne- Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage. Once again, our SMS line is 47913 if you are, want to ask any question. Let's go to our next uh, question, Molina. Assalamu alaikum, Molina. Have Molina got thick classes during the week and what night? Shukran. A great program every Sunday. Alhamdulillah. Yes, Alhamdulillah. We have a thick class on a Monday night and then on a Wednesday night we have to come many classes although I don't offer the class myself because of my hectic schedule but the is I took a money class and that's a, a skill with a Raji and it's a thing that's cast rock. The young men say, well, it's not me, old men say. So we've got those classes on a, on a Wednesday night and then of course on a Friday night we've got our marriage class and Alhamdulillah with Allah's Qudrat we, we're going very well. So Monday nights fik after Maghrib Wednesday night is to Kamani class after Maghrib and Friday night is marriage class after Maghrib. Shukran Molina. The next question it starts with uh, sleep in the lounge and refuses to eat my food. He said the day I put her out, he'll speak to me. I'm married to him for 12 years, and for 12 years, it's going on like this. My family is too scared to visit me because his face is always angry. Okay, I, 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 I would uh, assume, well not assume, but uh, from what it, uh, as it came through, mm-hmm. the husband sleeps in the lounge yes. and refuses to eat the food. And he said the day I put her out, so mm. I don't know who her is. Yes. Who uh, is or she the, the sender is referring to? Uh-huh. So I I I am not going to respond to that. I married for twelve years, he says, and then when my family visits, they are too scared because they are scared. He says, "Oh, they can't." They are scared. They say, drink it." He's very angry, Yeah, maybe I think it's a good idea for the sister to ask him why is he like that towards her, uh, your family, because they haven't harmed you. Mm-hmm. And if there is something that they did wrong, then tell them, this is how I feel towards you. The sleeping in the lounge story is a serious matter, because if the husband continues to, ref- to, to, to refuse to sleep, be, in other words, by, by indication he, re- he refuses to sleep with the lady, and that is a serious matter um, that can only continue for a certain period of time after which he has to make uh, a decision whether he wants to continue with the marriage or not. Um, and the uh, ulama explained that it goes up to a period of four months only. Um, beyond that, he needs to make a decision whether he's going to uh, sleep with her or not. Uh, upon which, if he does not uh, continue to sleep with her and feels he's, he's, he's not going to sleep with her any longer, then he will be obliged to give her talaq and give her freedom. And uh, so that is what the right that she has over him, mm-hmm. that he has only a period of four months to make up his mind. Well, remember in the, in the past people used to say that Al-Ansal automatically got talaq, they are not talaqed. The talaq has to be, um, has to be issued, whether in a written form or whether in spoken form or whether in proxy form, but it has to be issued as such. So uh, you won't be automatically talaqed, but you need to just address it in this way and explaining to him that that is a right that you have over him. Hearing for that uh, answer, Molina, our SMS line is 47913. And of course, you're in the program Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage. On that note, we need to break for the news at 12. My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, 91.3 FM and 95.8 FM stereo. Welcome back in the program, Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage Time in the series, 6 minutes past 12. Of course, in studio we have Molina Sabri davids who will answer all your questions. And our SMS line is 47913. And myself, Raji Davaji, taking over now. Our technician, that is Yasmina Peterson, mashallah. Welcome. 
Well, now let's go to our questions. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Um, please repeat Molana's email address. Min Faldik. Molana, they want Molana's email address. Okay, it's T H E M O L A N A at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. That's T H E M O L A N A at gmail.com. Okay, inshallah. The next question, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Wassalamu alaikum. What do I do as the wife? I spend all my money in the household, even pay his child's maintenance of his previous marriage. But if his family or child needs anything, he give. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. What you can do, and that is what you asked, what you can do, start refusing to pay. That's number one. I think by virtue of you having paid, because you even pay his child's maintenance of his previous marriage, you've actually spoiled him. You put him in a comfort zone where he now knows, okay, fine, I've got a very soft mattress to fall on financially. So start refusing. That is the first thing. If he insists, you have the right to refuse. And if he insists, you tell him that it is not your obligation. It is his obligation. And as for paying, uh, spending all your money in the household, but he's got money to give to others, whether it's his family or not, he is not fulfilling his compulsory duty that is compulsory upon him. And therefore, my dear sister, you have the right to a nikah. But uh, the, uh, one doesn't always want to tell people, uh, do you know, go for a fasah. One can tell them they have the right to go for a fasah, but one doesn't encourage this. Instead, I think you should take him to your imam and ask your imam of your area to just give him, to address him about this issue and tell him what his rights and obligations are. And at the same time, you can ask him that you want to go to a marriage class and you come and attend my marriage class on Friday evening or any other marriage class that is near you. Attend the class and tell him that he needs to go learn his rights so that he knows what his rights are and what his obligations are. And certainly his obligation are, one of his obligations is to uh, pay the maintenance of his children from any previous marriage. Shukran, Molina. The next question, Assalamu alaikum. Is it permissible that a talaq be issued without real discussing the issues from both parties? The reasons for talaq from husband was discussed with the wife by our authorities, but wife reasons not discussed with the husband. Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Uh, first of all, a talaq, uh, when you say reasons, I'm sh- uh, the talaq is the last uh, option with Araji. So, so, so a, pr- a process of, of counseling would have taken place or had to take place. Mm. Um, and if that process, because Quran says if there's some uh, nushus or some uh, issues between them, hakama min ahlihi wa hakama min ahliha, a representative of, uh, from her family and one from his family. So this by nature, this ayat is a clear indication that there should first be intervention and attempts to resolve the issues. So talaq would then be if the issues cannot be resolved or if there are grave and, 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 and complete uh, violations of marital rights and even human rights, then we look at talaq as an option mm. and that is always the last option. It is always a better option mm. also because the husband would have a three-month window period in which he can reconcile with his wife. It is not a correct practice, but I don't know uh, what the person or who the person is referring to when he says by our authorities perhaps that's an incorrect usage of, of, of a word there because the ulama that he probably refers to are not the authorities as such they are there for guidance they are there for assistance but most certainly also um, I'm not going to accept that uh, he says that the, it wasn't discussed but the wife's reasons were not discussed with the husband perhaps there was incooperative uh, uh, incooperative uh, behavior from one party so that is why it was not discussed perhaps the whole procedure because what is happening uh, often is that the uh, uh, couples play delay tactics the husband you know delays it for or the wife says often there's this feature and then what do the ulama do they cannot let the couple live like that, and it is permissible to, 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 to administer a talaq in the absence of the spouse and then inform the spouse afterwards. But I'm sure that, or rather, let me put it this way, that any uh, body that administers or manages talaqs and fasqo nikahs 
should go through a process of counseling first. Mm. And this is usually what I know that the MGC does. People often come back to me and say, but Mola net was refer, but the MGC say us must try for three months for counseling. And that is the strict protocol by which the MGC operates. Yes. Try for counseling first. So perhaps there was that and, 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 and often there's no cooperation from one of, one of the spouses, which results then in what do they do? They cannot leave the spouse in an abusive relationship and they cannot leave the spouse to go through the harm and the injury that he or she has gone through. And so that might have happened. I cannot answer, though, why it was not the case, if it indeed wasn't the case. Mm. I cannot answer why, because uh, I am by no means a representative or a spokesperson for any uh, uh, any body uh, or organization that does uh, talaks and fasconekars. Molina, we need to go for a commercial break. Uh, just before the commercial, Molina um, can answer this question. That the old man said, all that say, as the man, the fruit talak, then skit the ars van Allah. Is that waar? Stay tuned. You listen to the stem of the car on 91.3 and 95.8 FM stereo. Welcome back in the program, Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage. In studio with Molina Sabri Davis. Sending your questions uh, pertaining to your marriage uh, on the number 47913. Molina, just before the commercial break, a question uh, regarding the talaq. Molina, the O means, always uh, say, as the man, the fruit talaq, then skit the arsh van Allah. Is that waar? Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman rahim Yes, indeed, uh, I'm actually just frantically trying to get the, mm-hmm. the text of the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, in which Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam says that indeed the thing that is halal, that angers Allah the most, is the talaq. It is halal, it is permissible, but it angers Allah the most. In other words, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's anger comes down upon uh, at the time when a couple talaqs, and especially so if there is no real uh, justification for it. So indeed it is so. Um, as for the arsh shaking, there are riwayah to that effect. And uh, indeed it is something that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala totally abhors. Allah does not like it. Um, like I said, I'm trying to get the text of the hadith. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I, uh, I'm not fast enough for the senders and for the questions. But I'm trying to get the text, inshallah, in which we will then quote the text of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, inshallah. The next question, Molina, what must I do? We make ibadah in our home every time my son-in-law come drunk into the house. We talk to him every time. I don't want to get angry. Advice can Allah Molina. Bismillah ar-Rahman rahim Simple advice, but Arad is my tomat. With all due respect, I'm saying this. We are not saying break up the marriage. We are, just, we are not saying anything except that he is going to affect your family. And it's going to affect his children and it's going to affect your your daughter. And so therefore we cannot allow a drunk a husband to be the husband of your daughter. And then also we must remember that uh, the the tolerance line is only so long. Yeah. One can only tolerate for so long. Um, unfortunately, uh, it sounds very harsh to say, but it is said that that son-in-law of yours is of by no means an example to your grandchildren. So you, you have the right to put him out. As a fa- and as wakil, you even have the right to, to, to annul that marriage. Although doesn't one doesn't encourage it, but tell him that I give you an ultimatum that you get your act together, otherwise my daughter's not going to be yours anymore. Mm. Um, imagine he, he has the audacity. And outside with Araji, at the man that he that of what the old scape got tricked, the boom got rooked, or say, or encourage it, but that was respect. Yes, he come as a man, he isn't drunk. It's respect even for Alani. I don't respect for Lacey, no sake, deep with Araji. A drunken person, whether it's through drugs or whether it's through uh, alcohol, uh, all kinds of evil goes through his mind. What if he decides if there's other young girls? In the home, mm. and this has happened, uh, uh, where a drunkard uh, uh, abuses female children in the home. So what? Ha- what about that danger? So my dear mother and father, uh, with due respect, my advice and she advises: sit from it. Let's say us, 
sukkel met hom. Yes. Let, let him, let, he is playing a struggle with him. But your daughter doesn't deserve this, and neither do you deserve the disrespect that he has for you and for your home. Mm-hmm. Yes, once again, our SMS line is 47913. You can send in your questions pertaining the program Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage. Alhamdulillah. The next question, Molina. Um, Molina Sabri, Assalamu alaikum. Are my parents allowed to open their children's mail if it is not addressed to the parents? Also, if they do um, not live with them. Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. There, is, there comes a time when the child's life uh, is uh, with the, with the child's life is the business of the parents, but there comes a time when the child's life is not the business of the parents in terms of private matters such as finances, such as mail, such as other issues in his life. So indeed, the parents do not have the right to open the child's mail, if, especially if it's not addressed to the to them. And for that matter, we don't have the right to open the mail of any person, because uh, uh, unfortunately, again, you know, I don't always have the text of the hadith, and I don't want to misquote Rasulullah sallam. But there is one hadith where the Nabi Muhammad sallam says that of the iman of a person, it is part of the iman of a person that uh, that he does not open. Amav, he does not mind the business of other people. He doesn't put his nose in other people's business. So whether it is uh, your, your son or not, it doesn't give you the automatic right. In as much as I don't have the right to walk into my son's home even without his permission. I don't, the son doesn't have the right to walk into the mother's home and the father's home without permission. In as much as that is the right that the child has over, the parent has over the child, that they can't just walk into the, into the room. This comes in Quran. So too the parent has, has the obligation of respecting the son's privacy and opening the mail is part of that so indeed the parent does not have the right and I, I say this loud and clear next question coming through from 6423 me and my wife are separated I revoke my first talaq although a molana of Grassy Park told her not to worry with me till her idda is completely I found her that the molana granted talaq paper and that comes from Mr. Williams okay bismillah rahman rahim First of all, if the husband has not issued a talaq, then the molana or the sheikh or the imam has no right to issue a talaq. It is only the husband that can issue a talaq to the wife. That is the first aspect. The wife cannot go to an imam and say that ik vraag imam om vir my te talaq van my money. Die imam kan nie, want die imam is hier getrouwd my jou nie. That's the first aspect. The second aspect is, it is the right that the husband has to, 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 to make rujur within the first and second talaq. And uh, the molana has got no right no business for that matter telling her not to worry with him unless the molana or the sheikh or the imam is aware of some grave uh, mishappening such as the violation of human rights such as the safety of the person uh, you know something to tell uh, to to uh, to justify that advice other than that the molana or the sheikh or the imam whoever it may be should look in the interest of the marriage and in the interest of building society rather than breaking it down there are cases where it's necessary to say the um, we advise you not to ex- not to go back not to return but uh, if the husband comes back and says look i regret what i did and i'm sorry and i revoke i make ruju the imam has got no right to interfere there and in fact, Quran says, do not prevent the women from going back to their husbands. And this is a, a, an instruction given because it happened in the time of Rasulullah where the parents and family would tell the wife, this Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, uh, 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 this allows in the Quran and says, uh, you have no right to, to, to stop the women from returning to, to their husbands. Shukran for that. Molana, we need to go for a commercial break. When we come back, our number, or rather our SMS line is 47913. The Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM Stereo. My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, The Voice of the Cape. Welcome back in the program Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage Of course our SMS line is 47913 And inshallah we try our best to answer all the questions that are coming through Molina And uh, we are busy with uh, the other questions inshallah uh, Molina the question that came through now Assalamu alaikum Imam I'm married and pregnant My husband don't nafaka me And he don't stay with me What must I do? 
Okay, Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. By virtue of him not nafakeng you, uh, you have the right to go for a fashion nikah. That is the first thing. That is the right that you have. Secondly, on basis of the fact that he doesn't live with you and stay with you, he is further depriving you and violating your marital right of sexual gratification and intimacy. That is another justification for you to have a fashion nikah. And then thirdly, the fact that you are hamil, that you are pregnant of him, uh, and an indication that it is his child, sh- uh, it shows that he's got no interest in the child as well. So hence you have good enough grounds as far as I'm concerned to go for a fashonikah. However, I would suggest, my dear sister, that you go to the Imam or Sheikh or Molana of your area and then you ask the Imam to contact him and ask him what is the reason for his absence from the home. And if indeed he does come up with a valid reason, uh, then the Imam or Sheikh or Molana should address that matter, inshallah. But uh, as for your rights, as far as your rights are concerned, you do have the right to a fashonikah. We don't encourage this. We don't say that go for it but at the same time we do say that uh, you have the right to go forward so inshallah i wish you well inshallah shukran molina assalamu alaikum molina me and my husband had a small argument then i heard him say you will get a second chance what do molina think he meant is he waiting for me to die to be with the other woman Allah Akbar. <laughs> i bismillah rahman rahim my dear sister I am but a Bashar, I'm just a human being, I'm not a god, <laughs> so I cannot see what people's hearts, and therefore I have no idea what he, th- what he meant by that. Uh, the best person to ask is him, I cannot say what he meant by that. The next question, Molina, if the son is divorced from his first wife, and he don't see his son regularly, but he don't make an effort to see his son, do I, as his mother, have the right to tell him that he must fetch his son and him telling him it's got nothing to do with me as a grandmother. Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman rahim First of all, uh, often uh, I can understand. Uh, let, let me start by saying that anyone has the right to give da'wah and to remind anyone else of, of Allah and Allah's Rasul sallallahu Anyone has the right. Nabi Muhammad sallallahu says that either uh, um, when you see something wrong, all right, munkaran. When you see something wrong, munkaran. فَلْيُغَيْرُ بِيَدِهِ فَإِلَّا مِيَسْتَطِيعَ فَبِلِسَانِهِ فَإِلَّا مِيَسْتَطِيعَ فَبِيَدِهِ فَبِقَلْبِهِ وَذَلِكَ أَضْعَفُ الْإِيمَانِ أَوْ كَمَا قَالَ عَلَيْهِ الصَّلَاةُ وَالسَّلَامُ That if you see something wrong, correct it with your hand. If you are unable to correct it with your hand, then correct it with your mouth. And if you are unable to correct it with your mouth, then correct it with your heart. And that is meaning make dua. And that is the weakest form of iman. So yes, you are seeing something wrong and you have the right to speak against that. However, you cannot take, uh, you cannot keep a gun to the man's head. Also, um, even if he says it's got nothing to do, to do with you as, as a mother or a grandmother, tell him, yes, it, cost, it, has, it may have nothing to do with me in your mind, but Allah is going to keep me responsible for not reminding you to fulfill your rights and to forge a relationship with your son. Remember that uh, the, the tiff and the, and the beef was between you and the child's mother, not between you and the child. So this is the kind of kind words that you should use to him and tell him that you have a responsibility. Do not uh, you know, use uh, harsh words because even Nabi Musa was uh, commanded and instructed to use uh, you know, uh, calm words and, and, and beautiful words to Fir'aun. So indeed, uh, use wise words, inshallah, Allah will perhaps uh, open his heart, inshallah. Shukran for that one. Molana, next, uh, next question came through. Is rather, I think it's a comment here. As-salam, Buta Yusuf and Molana. Well, it's not Buta, Buta Yusuf, it's Buta, Buta Razia. And Buta Razia and Molana, sabri, alhamdulillah. Shukran for this program. I learned a lot of it. Keep on with the good work, inshallah, amin. Next amin, one, Molana. Assalamu alaikum. My wife dyed her hair blonde. Sometimes different colors. I told her I don't like it. She looked like a slut. <laughs> Wear a scarf only when family members around. Is she, ref- uh, she refused to listen to me. Her mother encouraged it also. Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. She is in direct violation of, of the very basic principle, uh, and that is that the husband is a sultan. And if he dislikes it, he dislikes it, and she does. She has no right, and especially different colors. I'm just trying to figure out, but uh, Raji, mm-hmm. maybe she comes with the duck up, but like she's a flag. Yeah. Like she's a flag up a cup. Now she's a red and green and blue and green and white together. Point of the matter is, if your husband, if the husband doesn't like it, I would, I, I ever caution our brother to not use strong words like.
like slut because uh, you really one doesn't want to uh, you know degrade your wife in that way and tell her she looks like a slut when uh, I but do tell her that I dislike it I like your na- hair naturally and you know what uh, uh, be wise tell her you know what you are so beautiful you don't need to dye your hair I I love you as you are um, and even if the hair is, is is not of GHD quality or even if it is GHD quality don't dye your hair I like you as you are I accept you as you are and I love you as you are so 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 perhaps he should boost her because maybe she's doing it to 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 want to perhaps beautify herself for him and tell her you don't need to put on that makeup because you're beautiful enough uh you know even if she has a glass eye but to to him she's beautiful and he should tell her that inshallah the next question molina assalamu alaikum um let's go to this one yeah to the sister who complains no well that's i think let's skip that one uh, the next question is, alaikum would like to know if your mother is Murtad. She let her other daughters that was born Muslim also convert to Christianity. The eldest one is still Muslim, but is still associating with him. And she thinks it's okay. Actually, she entertains the whole matter. Should I be a friend still, Molina? Okay, I think we did answer this yes. question previously, but just to reiterate mm-hmm. it, uh, first of all, by virtue of your friend's mother being a murtad, you, you and her t- tolerating a, a, her mother, and again we we mentioned this that although Islam does say that we should cut all ties, we shouldn't close the door completely. Number one, number two, that uh, just because your friend is associating with a murtad doesn't mean that you should not be her friend anymore. Instead. Uh, utilize the situation to give a da'wah and even offer to go with her to her mother and, 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 and ask her mother to come back to the haq and to the true deen of Islam. And also very, very important, if we're going to dissociate, uh, while it is sinful to associate with a murtad mm-hmm. in the way that you, you're making the murtad thing, it's okay, it's a sinful act. But if we're going to dissociate uh, from everyone that, uh, that, 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 that does a sin, a sinful act in the end we're not going to have many people that we're going to associate with because just about everyone does have some form of sin that he or she does mm-hmm. so perhaps i'm going to encourage you don't uh, cut the tie with your friend be your friend's friend and offer to assist your friend in this matter inshallah inshallah well another question that uh, came through earlier I re- we read it out and uh, uh, there's uh, another question regarding the same one uh, the question was, Salaamu Alaikum Mulana, me and my husband had a small argument and I heard him say he will get a second chance. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do Mulana think he meant? Is he waiting for me to die, uh, be with other women? And the question came through, uh, Salaamu Alaikum, I just sent a question about my husband who said he will get a second chance. I'm married for 40 years. I asked him about it and he denied saying so. Um, it's, it's <laughs> Allah Akbar <laughs> So if you denied saying it, yeah. then uh, it could be that the or listener might have or the sender might have heard wrong, or it could be that he doesn't want to prolong the the argument. I really cannot say what he meant by it. That I had a two rakans kareni. Maskin meaning that I had a two rakans but Allah. We we don't know. It's really a question, and I'm respectfully going to ask the listener or listeners for that matter. Mm-hmm. This is the type of question I cannot answer. Uh, what day in the community because yeah. you know it's really difficult. Thank you, uh, Let's go to the next question. Um, yeah. Assalamu alaikum, Mulana. My Muslim colleague at work is inappropriate behavior with a male colleague. He hugs her and they stand and chat. I approach her and no. And let's just end them all now. Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. If that colleague of yours is married, then I suggest you, 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 you speak to her and tell her that I will actually, as your Muslim brother or sister, I will actually go to your, to your, to your husband and tell your husband about this. And on the other hand, if she's not married, it, it, then tell her it is totally haram, totally haram, totally haram to hug a stranger, a, 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 a Muslim, a Muslim or not, to hug a male colleague. And whether they, uh, whether they just have an innocent chat, why the hugging? It is haram to even look at a woman or to look at a man because we are, we are commanded with Raddul Basar to, to, to lower the gaze. And, if the, if, and you will find, you always find uh, the bright spark that will challenge you. And then what you do, 
Kalu salama. If a child comes to you and argues with you, just walk away. Uh, remember that you will not be held responsible after you've done your duty of telling her, and uh, leave it at that. Unfortunately, um, and now I can understand you sitting there watching this haram and seeing it happen, but also continue to tell her until she until she shares that behavior. But tell her what you do is haram, what you do is haram, what you do is haram. Say kama kuatrak for you. That's next thing. Yes, Molina. I just see that the question is continuing to say, I do keep on telling him he is haram for me, but he just don't want to listen or understand. Oh, he's hugging you. <laughs> but he is haram for me, but he's, but now the earlier one says, isn't it, isn't it the two related with Araji? I think so, Molina. But okay. Yeah. Um, Because uh, see the, the Muslim colleague at work has inappropriate behavior with a male colleague. He hugs her, and they stand and chat, approach her, and nose. So, uh, yeah, I do keep on telling him he is haram for me. I don't know. Which is the three officers? Yeah, but the fact remains, Molina is haram. Finish it, lah. Irrespective, mm-hmm. it is. Um, and there is something mm-hmm. called sexual harassment. Yeah. If 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 a male hugs any female or a female hugs any male against their wishes, he or she can be a charge of sexual harassment can be laid against them. But we don't want to lay a charge of sexual. Well, if you want to, yes, we, I would even encourage that the sexual harassment charge be laid. But imagine Allah is also going to lay a charge against us. That is what we call karbu zina. Mm. Those things lead to zina because I, I'm going to say this without fear of contradiction with Araji. There is a, a different sensation that goes through a man when a woman touches him versus when a man touches him. There is a form of sensation or some measure of sensation that he gets out of it when he is hugging a lady or when he's because now you know the, 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 the hands go all over during that hug. Um, they, 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 Allah Akbar, I don't want to go into the graphics of it, but it is haram and finish and clear. Does a stepson husband uh, son break the wudu? Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, no. Of, him, of a stepmother? By virtue of you having married his father, he becomes haram for you, so he does not break your wudu. Mm-hmm. Next question, Mulana Salam, to the sister who complains about her husband taking a second wife. Do you know how many good Muslim ladies there are who never get an opportunity to be married? Allah Akbar, she's advertising herself. Subhanallah. Uh, but we're not going to give the number. No, uh, no. Or no. she a, a dating agency now. And uh, the question, yeah, uh, okay, yeah. Uh, right, next one. Assalamu alaikum, Mulana. I must learn not to be arrogant. If the man promises to love or forever, then accept it. But remember Allah above all. Allah alone is truthful. And this world is a testing ground. Yes, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala save us all, inshallah. Um, inshallah. Next one. Assalamu alaikum, Mulana. I got married a year ago, and my ex-husband's mother forced him to give me a talaq. He gave it to me, but still contact me to go visit him and tell me he misses me. What should I do? His mother don't know about it. Okay, bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. First of all, no one can force him into a talaq. Whether his mother insisted on it or not, no one can force any other party into a talaq. So hence, the talaq was given, although, and it can't be said that he gave it under duress. Nobody kept a gun to his head. So to an extent, he was part of the talaq. That's the first thing. The second thing is that we all refer to the situation of Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salam. We came to visit his son and his son wasn't home. And then he left a message with his daughter-in-law, tell your, tell your husband and tell my son to change the carpet or the doormat or change it yesterday rumple also see Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salam we've got no right whatsoever to tell any party to talaq another party and also we should think in the interest of nation building and society building imagine every mother is going to at the minutest little mishap or misbehavior of the daughter-in-law I can imagine she probably told him if you don't talaq your wife I don't want you near me and I cut my relation and because of that Brutus the Karaswata to say to him, okay, Mama, Mama, please, mm-hmm. he shouldn't visit you, number one. He shouldn't contact you, number two, because you are strangers to each other. And if he has an interest in you, he should propose marriage. Finish and clear. Inshallah. Next question, Molina. Salam. what can I do if my husband keep telling me that my children of my previous marriage is not his and responsibility? Uh, first of all, he's technically he's correct. It is the responsibility of the father. His father, but depending how young the children were when he took them into his laps. 
uh, to, into his lap. We must remember that if you marry a woman with children, you take those children into your lap and you have an obligation towards them. Uh, although it might not be your responsibility and if their father is alive, it is his responsibility. But on the other hand, maybe you should ask your husband, do you really want to be with me? Because I have, there's no way in heaven or her come heaven or high water that I'm going to cut the relationship and the ties with my children and then on the other hand also speak to the f- children's father and tell him but you need to play your role but again technically he is right because maybe he's not the father but he took you with him and he has that uh, a measure of responsibility and a measure of obligation to see to them and take care of them inshallah on that note Molina, we need to go for a commercial break our SMS line is 47913 and for the listener bear with us inshallah we will answer we'll try our best inshallah to answer all the questions inshallah if not next Sunday same time half past until one o'clock. My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, 91.3 FM and 95.8 FM stereo. Welcome back in the program, Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage. Alhamdulillah, myself, Raji Davazi, in studio, Molina Sabri David. SMS line 47913. Molina, let's go to our next question. Uh, Assalamu alaikum, Molina. I want to know if my sister's daughter break my husband's wudu. Bismillah ar-Rahman rahim Yes, your sister's daughter can marry your husband. So therefore, when you pass away, obviously, so therefore he does break her wudu. Inshallah. Assalamu alaikum, Molina. Please share your opinion on this matter. Living with parents, wife complains when she is in a kitchen or room and not appropriately dressed. Um, yeah, and dislike it when I enter and leave door open because other family members might pass by and see her, which I totally agree with, uh, however, which I can't understand. Um, it is a bit confusing. Yeah, and, and, and this goes on, Molina. And uh, I can't understand. Is she is okay with standing half naked in front of a window, where the neighbors are able to see her? And when I tell her th- this, she says the neighbors can't see. Allahu Akbar. But Araji, that woman is totally not correct. Whether the neighbors, in her opinion, can't see or not, I think she must have heard of something called peeping toms. That's number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, my dear sister, I hope you're listening. Your husband is completely correct. The coverage of a woman's body uh, in front of the in-laws, I would suppose it is the mother and the father, it is permissible for obviously to, to, to w- 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 walk without a scarf in the home. Even in front of the father, it is permissible to uh, expose the arms. It is even permissible to spo- expose the, 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 the lower part of the feet and the legs. But that is where it stops. Um, and uh, in front of complete strangers, the entire body. So yes, indeed, the husband is totally correct. And perhaps it's not a matter of my opinion. I want to just correct the listener there. Uh, I, I, it's not my opinion. It's a matter of what Islam's opinion is. Inshallah. Assalamu alaikum, Molina. My daughter is swanger, ongetrukt. Sommigen say, trouw voor drie maanden, dan is dit geëchte kind. Okay. Ghanafi say, kan trouw, maar mag nie slaap met haar voordat die kind gebore is nie. Advies kan alle. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Eerstens, ek is glad nie bewus van daar die kaul van Hanafi wat sê dat die mag nie met die vrou slaap totdat sy geboorte gee nie. Ek is glad nie bewus daarvan nie. Ek gaan het natuurlijk nie uh, onderdruk en sê dat het is nie waar nie. As die persoon vir my kan bring dalil of bewys daarvan, ek sal natuurlijk uh, daar na kyk en in, in, in het lees. Die songerskap van die meisie, dit is a uh, on uh, on correct is incorrect what is is must correct and incorrect on, incorrect yeah is incorrect yeah. <laughs> um to say that uh, uh, for three months is it not uh, what we say geechte so die mense gesê dat geechte kan uh, op die die regte word is buite echtelik of binne echtelik uh, verwysing uh, natuurlijk met verwysing na die na die huwelik as jy kan buite die huwelik uh, uh, um, as die persoon buiten die hevelik swanger geraak het, dan is die kind een buiten echtelike kind, een illegitimate child, een wale dozina, en ons los het tot daar. Uh, net vir een oomblik, as ons denken aan, luisteraars, as ons vir elke kind gaan sê, ook voor drie maanden kan jy maar trouw, uh, as het ware, dan uh, encourage ons mense dan om zina te kom het. So dis hoe kom ons sê nee, en dis ook nie net so straight forward soos dit nie, maar um, moet nie achter hoor sê gaan nie, jy sê, 
uh, lievers, gaan naar im- imam of sheikh of maulana en bespreek die situasie met hom. Maar die feit van die, the fact of the matter is, die feit van die situasie is, dat daar die kind het gezien mm. Je moet nie nou kyk na wat gaat er nog halal maak en wat gaat het die halal maak Dat is onbelangrijk nou, die kind het gaat zien. Yeah. And you as a father, and I'm going to say this carefully, I'm not accusing you, but all fathers like that, and mothers for that matter, we have failed in protecting the child from zina, but now we want the child's child to be halal. But ons kind het haram aangevang. So we want to go into that technicality, but ons vergeet die kind het gaat zina. We don't look at the, 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 the essence of the matter and the essence of it that I at some point my daughter was in a situation w- that I could not prevent or did not prevent with a strange man or boy that caused her to become pregnant. How can I now look at what makes the grandchild halal mm-hmm. or not? But he will ekhi, my worry is the daughter was in a committee. So really, let us focus and let us get our let us our priorities after Makakar, inshallah. Shukran. I hope my Afrikaans is good enough to uh, be a good one. It's a good one. Is it a good one or a good one? It's a good one. It's a good one. And here is a good one. How is my Afrikaans? Glad not good. Slecht. Ja, ik heb die examen gezellig gedrukt. Let's go to our next question, Molina. Assalamu I'm, I'm in marriage with no affection feelings, concerns, etc. Only get nafaka financially. Is it wrong to live like this? Will be punished for living with a man in this manner? I'm very lonely and unhappy. If you if you do not have feelings for the man, first of all, you need to. I think some counselling will help. There's often the love dies with Araji, and often our partners are the cause that our love dies away for them. Mm-hmm. They do things, say things, and and and, and have certain behavioural uh, behaviour, uh, uh, you know, uh, behaviours that cause our spouses to lose the love. There's many ways in which you can spouse up that. Mm-hmm. There's many uh, uh, advices that we can share in therapy and in counselling in counseling so I would suggest that the, that she goes for counseling instead of breaking up I would also want to ask her to examine her, her commitment to marriage and see marriage as a vehicle to getting close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala she may end up she may be lonely in that marriage but that loneliness could also be that she is on the route to 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 a depression because that is often feelings of loneliness. So I would, I would, I would suggest that do not uh, think of, of, of the marriage as the cause of your loneliness. Think of, of, of other things that could also have caused your loneliness and, and perhaps your depression. But speak to your husband. Most importantly, communicate to our spouses exactly how we feel. And perhaps she needs to do that, inshallah. Inshallah. And always ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Absolutely. to remove hatred from our hearts Absolutely. and replace it with love, inshallah. Amen. Allah ma'am. And uh, Allah. purify our hearts, uh, heal them from the hurt and forgive us, inshallah. Amen. Amen. inshallah. Next question, Mulana. Assalamu alaikum. I lived with my in laws for eight years now, but my mother in law passed away seven years ago. I was the one looking after when she was sick. Now mm. my father. Is a, count, is a council house. What can we do about this? I don't understand. Mm. Perhaps she. Uh, I live with my in-laws for eight years. So she's no social somebody. Yeah. Now yeah, my mother-in-law, mother-in-law mother passed away seven years ago. I was the one looking after when she was sick. Now my father's in the council house. What can we do about this? The father-in-law or the mm. father. It's okay, father. if the father's mm. in the council house, then, then take your father with you. Speak to your husband and ask your father, your husband, uh, nicely that this is my father and I really need to look after him in as much as I looked after your mother. And so therefore, I would like him to live with us um, and so that I can take care of him. If he's the father-in-law uh, that's in the council house, then... Uh, if she's living, uh, if her husband, if they have their own home, then take the father-in-law with you. Uh, and it, indeed, it will be the noble thing to do. Inshallah. Mullah, next question. Can Mullah talk about birth control? Allahu Akbar. But uh, Raji, that's a topic that uh, unfortunately, uh, inshallah, it, it, it really needs to, uh, uh, needs a, a slot of its own. Um, and unfortunately, um, I am of the ulama that, that, that believe that uh, any form of birth control is not permissible. Shukran Molina, we need to go for a commercial break. When they come back, our SMS line is 47913. Stay tuned. The Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM Stereo. 
radio station, your radio station, our radio station, the voice of the Cape. Welcome back in the program, Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage. Our SMS line is 47913. Molina, alaikum. I, uh, this person or the listener uh, wanted to know where is the uh, Tukamani classes. Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. The Tukamani classes is at the Masjid. And Alhamdulillah, they just started for the year 2016, about two weeks ago again. So indeed, uh, anyone is welcome to attend and it's free of charge. And we don't charge a fee. However, any sadaqah is always welcome, inshallah. Uh, yes, Molina, there's a question coming through. Salam. I just want to know, a lot of wife is being emotionally abused. What do you as a wife do? Abuse is abuse. Mm. And for any form of abuse, you have the right to go forward. You have the right to, 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 to speak uh, to someone of your choice. And you have the right to, to, to complain with your imam and your wakil. So abuse is abuse. Whether it's ab- emotional abuse, physical abuse, mm. mental abuse, any form of abuse. We must remember that we can't narrow it down to my ex the point of the matter is you don't have to, to uh, sometimes I say abuse is abuse and whether we look at it, it in which way it is still abuse and therefore the wife has the right to recourse. So indeed any form of abuse she can report to her imam uh, and her wakil of course. I'm married with two kids. My husband left while I was pregnant. He needed space. Please advise as to what I can do. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. If he needed space, he should go to NASA. He must go to NASA. He space. There is a lot of hogwash from I need space. You had all the space before marriage yes. to decide. You had all the time before marriage to decide why you want space within the marriage. Don't you realize that the space within marriage is with your partner? That is the best space. Um, what space is it that you want? I ask this question. What space is it that anyone can want within a marriage? It is the space to decide whether I want to continue or not. Be the man and say, look, I don't want to continue with this marriage. But to desert the wife or two children, no ways, it doesn't work. I want to say that based on desertion, if he has deserted you, that means he has walked out and never returned, you have the right to ifaskun nikah, and hence you have the right to go to the imam or sheikh or Molana. But he must be called in and asked, why did he desert you, and what a space mark he so if you want to have space, go to the moon. But in Islam, our space is talking it out and, 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 and saying what it is that bothers us, inshallah. Shukran, Mulan. That concludes our uh, program for today. Alhamdulillah, SMS line 47913. We'll stay tuned until next, next Sunday, inshallah. Yes, inshallah. But Arajit, before we go off, I just want to make mention of our masjid. Alhamdulillah, we're having a... a, a, a a treat for the elderly, inshallah, on the 6th of March. And uh, indeed, it is, it is uh, uh, basically the project works like this, that we sh- you sponsor a, a, an elderly person with 60 rand. The ticket is 60 rand, that is transport, that is breakfast, that is lunch. Mm-hmm. And inshallah, we hope to even go beyond lunch. We've already, alhamdulillah, we've lined up. We want to give them a treat last year, alhamdulillah. It was a very, very successful. So uh, indeed, uh, we want to ask listeners, contact us on 391-5391, uh, inshallah, uh, if you want to be part of this project for the elderly, inshallah, only okay. 60 rand. And then I also want to take this opportunity to wish a very, very, very merry, happy birthday to uh, Butaraji's wife, mashallah, Auntie mm-hmm. Noor Absar. Noor Absar, right. mashallah. And also, uh, uh, 41st anniversary Masha to Butaraji. Mashallah, and mahallah for Butaraji and for Isaac Echenote, nog lang, lang, lang jaren te samen, ho inshallah. And mahallah subhanahu wa ta'ala for I, Echen, and for Isaac Echenote, for Echen, a marriage van, van, van blijdschap, van liefde, van joy, van happiness, amen, amen. and van Noor, inshallah. And mag I en Isaac Echenote blij so sweet, so soet so zat I is, inshallah. Amen, inshallah. And, uh, and op daar is soet noot, inshallah. Uh, ik verstaan I gaan voor een vakantie. Uh, I gaan op een honeymoon, een 41st honeymoon. Inshallah, ik vertrek morgen, Molen. Inshallah, mag alle van u uh, veilig van daar wat u gaan en veilig terugbrengen. En mag u een hele wat tijd het, inshallah. Amen, I'll be back next week, inshallah. Inshallah, amen, inshallah. Have a fantabulous time with Taraji. From my side, inshallah. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Molen, just to end up, I want to say the best relationship when both partners give and take with mutual love, tolerance and understanding. Allah I want to say shukran to Molina Sabri and of course our technicians doing duty that was uh, Faiz Davids and Yasmina Peterson from myself Raji Davazi Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh